Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. John, hey, Elias. How are you, Doc? Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, great day for press day, you know, that 90s show returned uh, recently on Netflix. Uh, you know, I had the opportunity to, of course, you know, I'm an old fan of the 70s show. And of course, now we jump into this. Uh, who doesn't love the 90s? Who doesn't miss the 90s? I miss the 90s. Yeah, I feel like I am in my 90s, but that's a whole different story. Well, it's <laughs> interesting because that's when we shot that 70s show. We shot right. it in the 90s, you know, we did the pilot in 1998. And uh, so... We relived, I was in the 70s, <laughs> relived it in the 90s, and now we're living it again, so. Amazing. How did you feel to have Bob return uh, in the 90s, Cybird's wig back on? You know, I've seen that you you talk about on your Instagram, the wig and everything. Uh, how did oh, it feel to... A, wait a minute, hold on. Oh, there we go. That's the original wig from the show. It needs to be uh, kind of, and, and the original Cybird's, so... There you have it. I was having did, a good birthday. How did it feel to throw that back on to jump right into this uh, character? Oh, great. I mean, uh, it, it was like going home, you know, seeing Deborah, Joe, and Kurt Wood. Uh, they're so amazingly talented, and uh, they're just the nicest people. And meeting all these new players, all these kids were great. They were right on there and right on the money on all of their things. And they were very close. They would bond together when they weren't in a scene together. They were mm. all huddled around. Most of the time when they weren't shooting in the hub, they were all kind of gathered together in the hub. And they were just, they were really terrific and all really nice, nice kids. And uh, I think they're going to be a big hit just like, uh, my friends from that 70s show and uh right they all grew up and have become amazing adults behind the scenes when you first got the call hey we had this idea we're going to do a 90 show a 70 show spinoff called the 90 show what went through your mind at first did you like contemplate enough to come back or did you right away you're like you know i'm coming back oh yeah i definitely wanted to come back you know i i i, I saw a great potential in doing it and that the way that they set it up i think was brilliant uh, mm -hmm. to set it up that every summer these kids so you go through the years and in the summertime you know they're all together so it allows you to jump from year to year and usually with people who are friends it doesn't matter if you're apart for a day or an mm -hmm. hour or a year you know, if that friendship and that bonding exists, it's there. And it's just like no time passed at all. All of a sudden, mm -hmm. you're talking about the same crap you were talking about the <laughs> other day. And, uh, yeah, so I, I was very excited about all the potential and the possibilities and mm -hmm. hopefully and many more of them. You know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, you're going to have the 70 show fans return to watch us also like and newer new fans. What are you hoping that what are you hoping they get out of this project when they tune in to watch it for the first time? 
I think they will fall in love with the new kids and uh, getting a chance to see the legacy cast, as they mm -hmm. call us, right. uh, because what made that, that 70s show so amazing, the writing, and it was all about relationships. Uh, yeah, there were gimmicks in that 70s show, especially when we had started out. Uh, my character always was in the, you know, the hip guy, the guy trying to be right, right before his hip replacement. And, uh, uh, and that's the same thing, magic here. It's about, you know, coming of age, you know, defying authority, being under your parents' rule. How are you going to deal with it? First love, you know, first kiss, first time you get away with, having a beer, trying yeah, right. some basement right. uh, snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, you know, the heartbreak and the frustration and, you know, just trying to figure it out. So doesn't matter whether you're in a basement or in your backyard mm. or somewhere huddled at school and, uh, you know, or at a playground. That's what, that's what it's about. It's about the relationship of these friends and juxtaposed to the adults. Right, right. So, you know, we see you as Bob. How much do you think Bob has changed from the 70s now into the 90s? Absolutely not at all. Not at all? <laughs> Except, you know, when, when I first saw the script and, and uh, you know, that, that Bob had uh, moved to Florida, and we found that out at the end of the show, mm. I immediately thought, you know what? Even though Miami Vice had had ended years before the nineties, right. you know, nineteen eighty-eight, I thought Bob is still going to be that guy who's hip. So that's when I talked to the wardrobe uh, Molina and Johnny and said, "I think it would be great, you know, if I was wearing one of those, you know, Crockett." you know, suits, the white suits, right. push up the sleeves on it and, you know, kind of emulate that. And then we talked about, well, hair wise, we wanted to keep the same feel. So it was still Bob, you know, but his outfit, you know, was going to be different, but the same guy, you know, not the mm. smartest guy in the room, but uh, a good heart. Right, right. Was it easy to come back, uh, come back on the show and the accent right away, kicking the accent? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, as soon as I get the script, <clears throat> the rhythm already exists in me, so mm. there wasn't a problem. You know, and and then, like anything, there's magical things that happen. Usually, at the end of the week, you know, once the clothes were on and the jewelry came on and the yeah. wig and the sideburns and the shoes, the shoes were very important. Mm. All of a sudden it kicks it into a whole different thing. And it's just natural. I mean, there was no effort in it. You know, uh, Bob existed in me all those years. He lay dormant and occasionally uh, he would come out with my kids and they would tell me to go to my room. <laughs> but uh it, it, it was great and it was it was easy if we get a season two 
and, so, and the writer gave you a piece of paper and pencil and pretty much said, I want you to write some more scenes for Bob. What kind of idea would you want to say to him? Oh, wow. Um, I, I think that there's something with Bob and, and discovering with, you know, with Leia kind of emerging myself more into the group. Mm. You know, that the, the Bob is the kind of guy that he'd now, you know, seeing himself as being young, he'd want to kind of find a way to be in the group, you know, yeah. not necessarily in the circle, but he'd want to be in the circle of, of their life, which would pose enormous problems for them. And of course that would kick off uh, big fights with uh, red and uh you know, the magic, you know, with, with me and Red and throughout the years, you know, that's that's where the sparks are. And I probably have to have another musical number as well because, that's well, that's just Bob. That's right. That's right. I did a, I was reading online. Uh, this is not even the original set. They had to rebuild all this again. Did they miss a beat with anything? Was there anything not, missed that you pointed no, out? Nothing, nothing. The only thing they changed is some of the colors. <clears throat> and now in the basement, is the the furniture that was in the living room in okay. that 70 show yeah is now in the basement um and now when the show left i actually i got all my wardrobe i i have okay. all bob's wardrobe i'm not wearing it now that would be embarrassing um <clears throat> but got some other things from the show i've got the 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 phone from the wall the orange phone from the pinciati uh, kitchen and a table, you know, one of those Burlwood tables that was in the basement. And no, they nailed everything, you know, uh, right down to every little nuance they, they mm -hmm. had. And actually, when we left, I think I have the original plans for the Pinciati kitchen <laughs> somewhere in my house. All that went away, but they did a brilliant job. Last question now, what do you want to tell the 70s, that 70s show fans and the 90s shows fans when they tune in? What's one thing you want to tell them? Just fall in love again with a whole new generation because now a lot of the fans of that 70s show, you know, the people who are of my age that loved it and people in their 30s and 40s, now they've grown up with one group of kids. And now mm. you've got a whole new younger generation who now needs to watch that 70s show and go back and forth and, and capture the magic again. And, and I think the magic has been captured. I mean, you know, it, it's really charming and it's funny. It starts on the page, you know, and uh, Greg Mettler, the showrunner, and, you know, everybody involved, they, they've done it right, you know, it starts in the page and then it's relationship and then it's magic. That's right. Don, I want to thank you for giving a few minutes on Press Day for that 90 show. And uh, hopefully we'll see you on season two, if there's a season two, and get you back on. Hell yeah. 
That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Time, time, time.